This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, 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 today's episode is brought to you by Loot Crate, the monthly subscription box for geeks, gamers, and pop culture nerds. You know who you are. We want to believe with the revival of the X-Files that we've all been waiting for, there's never been a better time for an invasion, an alien invasion, that is. Packed with the thrill of an extraterrestrial encounter, this month's Loot Crate features exclusive items from the X-Files, Alien, The Fifth Element, and Space Invaders, plus some classic sci-fi goodies. We can tell you this, the loot is out there. You only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe, and receive that month's crate and when the cutoff happens that's it it's over so go to lootcrate.com slash doug and enter the code doug to save three dollars on your new subscription today enjoy the show doug hates candy wrappers screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth there's still not one that he won't see because doug
everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. Coming to you once again, good job, once again, from one of my favorite homes away from home, the B-E-A-U-tiful Neptune Theater. Yes. Where the gods guard over a jacuzzi filled with diarrhea. In Seattle, Washington! All right, what day is it? It's uh, Saturday. Yeah, you guys know the weed is good here. It's Saturday, January 16th, 2016. Let me, let me Seahawk your name tags. Oh boy, so many. Probably this might be, you guys in New York might be the biggest turnout for name tags. Even some good ones up in the balcony. Apologies. You're never gonna get picked. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody will say, throw that down here. Yeah, it could happen. I've, I have faith in all of you. But so many light up ones and such a, so much craftsmanship. I hope my guests don't, don't pick like shitheads and pick some of these good ones. You can put them down now, though, because I do not... I don't get involved in the selection process, and the people sitting behind you would like to see the show <laughs> and not the wireworks on the back of your big piece of cardboard <laughs> so you can light up for extra attention. <laughs> Doug's Plugs, Sunday. That's... Yeah, about a week from tomorrow, January 24th. I'm doing stand-up at the Plaza Hotel in Vegas, also at 4.20ish. You guys know the drill. What time did this show start? 4.31, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing along a Douglas Movies fan favorite to play games with you, so bring your name tags, Las Vegas. Same for you, San Antonio Banderas where I will be on Saturday, January 30th at, wait for it, LOL Comedy Club. <laughs> Not the elegant Neptune Theater. <laughs> I'm gonna be at LOL. Bring your laughs down to LOL, they're welcome. <laughs> Never been to this club and I'm already Given it such a hard time. DougLovesMovies.com for all my tour dates. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At no can defense, whatever that means, uh, tweeted, they should reboot the film Munich and call it Olympics Has Fallen. <laughs> this has been Tweet Relief, Reboot Munich edition. <laughs> I just love the idea of like this, that he wrote a joke about rebooting Munich. <laughs> What's what reboots are next? Sophie's Choice? The Pianist can't be far behind. Uh, I got a lovely prize bag, you guys, full of heavenly delights that I uh, accrued over time. 
and brought to you a VHS tape <laughs> of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. A, a terrific episode called The Zeppo. Yeah, so you're gonna get that. Somebody's gonna get that tonight. Wait, there's another VHS tape. Oh, Dawson's Creek. Episode 109 called Friday the 13th. Every episode of Dawson's Creek was named after a motion picture. Did you know that? Probably not. Uh, the original soundtrack from the television series Weeds Volume 2 is in the bag. A plate and some nuts and dried fruits that they gave me at my hotel is in the bag. A poke bowl featured on Getting Dug With High is in the mother grabbing bag. This is unbelievable, you guys, this bag. An At Midnight t-shirt. I brought you guys something from everywhere I've been lately. Oh yeah, in fact, some earplugs from the Standard Hotel in Los Angeles. And the piece of resistance, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was the last time I was here or the time before that, but a dude gave me several, uh, he made these, because he's a metallurgist, uh, Seahawk uh, bottle openers. And I got, I got one left, I saved one for myself, but I gotta put one in the bag and say, you know, 10 a.m. tomorrow? So that worked out good for you guys. You get fucked up. This show's gonna be over at six. So you can get, you can be fucked up and in bed by like seven, eight o'clock. Get up and, you know, pregame and tailgate or whatever it is you do when it's raining. <laughs> do people tailgate in the parking lot in the rain? <laughs> okay, I forgot how hardy you guys are. Yeah, we do, motherfucker! Are you gonna win tomorrow? Yeah! Oh no, don't do that. Don't do that to me. Oh my God, it's almost as bad as chanting Rufio. Some people just wanna chant. They just can't, anything comes up that's chantable, they'll jump in. <laughs> You're chanting about chance now? Take a chance on me. Great ABBA hit. Let's get my guests out here, you guys. I think... You're all, you know... You're all Doug Loves Movies detectives, so you probably know which three people are, uh, are here today, but I'm gonna say them anyway for the listeners. Please give a big warm welcome to Emma Arnold, Jeff Tate, and Ken Jennings. What did you, what? What did you yell? Yeah, Jeff 
You want to have Jeff Tate's baby, and you are, in fact, a man, correct? <laughs> this can be arranged. <laughs> yeah, I guess you, you, so you, uh, it's too much to yell out in one thing, so that's probably why you left it out, but you'd want to try to get, like, a surrogate to carry the baby. <laughs> Got anybody in mind for that? I'm thinking maybe uh, Scarlett Johansson. She'd be a good surrogate. I'm fine with that, too. Okay. That's Jeff Tate, everybody. Hello. Hello, Seattle. Hello, Seattle is right. You are uh, here performing at the uh, Comedy Underground. Yes, sir. All weekend. Two do shows they, tonight, do 8 they, and 10. Do they still say at Swanee's? Or is it just Comedy Ooh, Underground? I don't think they say that Swanee's part. Oh, Swanee's is next door still. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what Swanee's is. I know that uh, this is in a park called Pioneer Square. Yeah. Yep. Just the Comedy Underground at Pioneer Square. The corner of South Washington and Occidental. I don't know why that's so hilarious to everybody, but... All that information seems accurate to me. And you're going to be there tonight at 8, so that's plenty of time for you guys to get over there for that. And then 10, which there's too much time. I do not recommend that you wait until the 10 o'clock because you will be shit-faced. Or you can go to the 8 o'clock tomorrow, it. and that's like, again, that's like enough. Sunday, tomorrow, 8 o'clock also. Around. Listeners might even be able to jump on that one because this will yeah. come out tomorrow. Yeah, so... And there's literally nothing else that you'll be doing all day. <laughs> there's not a single other thing that anybody in Seattle would possibly care about tomorrow. So just relax and then come to the show. <laughs> Don't let the rain stop you. <laughs> Holy shit, if the rain stopped you guys from doing stuff... We'd be in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's meet our next contestant <laughs> on The Price is Right. Uh, you know her from, she's been on the show before and is currently on tour uh, doing a bunch of shows with Jeff Tate, including uh, the, she's going to be at the Comedy Underground, too. It's Emma Arnold, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, she lets her, you let, I'll talk to you like you're here. You let your, uh, you let your children listen to this program. Like, they're going to listen to this fucking show that we're doing right now. <laughs> I do. I do let them listen to this. They're big fans. Uh, what please are the, what feel are free ages? to tweet your opinions of that at me. <laughs> <laughs> People do. I what? need to know what you think of my parenting, apparently, so let me have it. <laughs> what are their ages? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any I, message you'd I like hear to... the two-year-old is the most into it. <laughs> no, no. no, they're perfectly, the perfectly reasonable ages of 7, 10, 10, 12, 12, and 15. Yeah. Uh, all of those ages can watch R-rated movies. Sure. Uh, thanks sure. to the internet. <laughs> and all you do is go That's and click. My, I don't allow, I don't let them watch violent stuff, but I don't care about curse words and boobies. Thank you. Oh, man. 
In that case, let's have let's throw a screening party for them. <laughs> show them National Lampoon's Animal House. Because <laughs> it's all swearing and boobies. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it only gets violent if you're an alcohol they, they, bottle of some kind. <laughs> they or did food. just trick me into. Um, they were like, "Let's watch Ted. It's a kids movie." With a teddy bear. And I was like, okay. And we were a few minutes into it. And I'm like, you guys are real full of shit. This is not a, this is not a family movie at all. You tricked me. <laughs> it turns out. Turns out. In a shocking twist. Yeah. But the seven-year-old talked you into it. Yes. And then he had seen it before. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Tweet me your feelings on that. Uh... What happened when Ted 2 came around? Did they try again? Um, I don't know. They've probably seen it. I haven't, but they probably have seen it. I like to think that the seven-year-old doesn't much care for sequels. (laughs) (laughs) That's the stand he takes. They're they're never as good, Mom. No. They wrapped it up so nicely. Why? (laughs) You know, sex comedies and dirty jokes are the closest thing we have to uh, sex ed in this country, so I... (laughs) So I'm very, uh, very happy about it. And speaking of being educated, this next... Wow. Yeah, pretty good, Holy right? Did you guys see that? This next smarty pants that I brought out here is always invited every time I'm in Seattle. Let's hear it for Ken Jennings, everybody. Thank you. Like, all the famous people out of uh, this area are also super smart. You, Bill Nye... The science guy, like that needed to be said? Not the guy from Love Actually. He's not from here. Yeah, not Bill Nye. 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 How's it going, Ken? It's good. I have, uh, I have two kids as well, and they never listen to this program. Yeah, that's, you're, you're playing it it's right. It's a condition in my will. Like, I, yeah. I do whatever it takes to, like, keep them from ever meeting Doug or listening to this to this show. If, you, if any of you ever see me with my kids in public, please do not come up to us or acknowledge that this program exists. Um, if you need 10 waters, I have them here on the stage. I think they thought the ghost of Robin Williams was going to do a show. It's the only, that's the comic that had a bunch of water bottles on a table on stage when he performed. We all got the joke. A brilliant man, horrible that he's gone, but we're still talking about him, aren't we? He would laugh harder than any of you at that joke. Let's, let's hear it for him. All right, speaking of dead people, we might as well get right into it now that I brought it up. Uh, and then we'll talk about what you guys brought for the prize bag. But real quick, let's just go down the line. Uh, favorite Alan Rickman movie. Yeah, the great Alan Rickman. If you're, hearing, if you're just finding out now by listening to the podcast that he's gone, I apologize for how weirdly secluded you are. Uh, but Jeff, uh, what's your favorite uh, Alan Rickman movie? Galaxy Quest. Oh, shoot. Say that. that is correct. Tell the truth. <laughs> Emma, what's your favorite Alan Rickman movie? Well, I was going to say Galaxy Quest, but I liked all the Harry Potters. I thought he was great. Yeah, tell the truth. <laughs> and Ken? I also 
would have said Galaxy Quest, but, <laughs> and we already talked about Love Actually, which I think is all of our favorite movie. Um, <laughs> I dare to say I haven't liked a single movie with a comma in the title in the history of cinema. Good, the bad, and the ugly. What? Good, the bad, and the ugly. That has commas in it? Right? The good, the bad, and the ugly? Yeah, I guess it has one, one comma in there. I don't know. I stand erected. <laughs> <laughs> Die hard. Die hard. That, too, is my favorite. Hans down. Uh, so... <laughs> there's nothing like the passing of a great actor to give me the opportunity for bad punditry. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Alan Rickman. He was, uh, he was super awesome. What'd you bring for the prize bag today, Jeff? I brought... Hang on. Fuck. I got a couple of things. Here we go. There's the rest is hers. I brought a stitch kit from speakersilence.org for that, that organization. It's a nonprofit that provides pro bono counseling to the adult survivors of child sex abuse. Uh, so there's that. I brought Beetlejuice on DVD. And one of our tour shirts. It's got me and Emma on it. This is an extra small. So, no, hang on, hang on. Yeah, that's gonna be sexy on just about anybody. If you win, if you win uh, and you're not a baby, bring this to the Comedy Underground and it'll get, uh, it's two free tickets to come into a show tonight if you want and also uh, we'll just trade it for a shirt that does fit you. And for the listeners, I should reiterate that uh, you, the shirt is part of the reason they cheered so much for it is because you're, you guys look like Chewbacca and Han Solo. Yes. Uh, on the shirt. It's very nicely yeah. drawn up. I'm Chewbacca, just in case you were wondering. And is Emma, there... Emma looks like Han Solo on the shirt. Is it's there still shirt. people, is there anybody in here that's, you know, is psyched to see Star Wars but has still not watched it yet? Oh, my God. Why aren't you... Why aren't you doing that right now? Why are you here? We try to have a nice secret Star Wars meeting so we can finally talk about it. I get 600 of my greatest Seattle friends into a room, and two dozen of you ruin it. Did you guys not hear that it was out already? Had you missed... <laughs> <laughs> but you guys must have already heard like some spoilers and are not are already unhappy about it, right? Yeah. Okay. What'd you bring for the prize bag, Emma? Um, I brought some of the honey from my bees. Yeah. And I People brought love it. Uh, a T-shirt from SpeakerSilence.org, and the um, creator of it, Matt, Kip Matt Pipkin, said to say thank you to the DLM listeners because they've gotten a ton of donations online from people, and they've had a bunch of people contact about free counseling, so that's very cool. Wow. Um, and then I, I also... It. Where did it go? I made... Um, oh, shoot. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. I made a little patch 
that said, it's a little patch that says, Doug loves my way. (laughs) 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 Do your kids go, do they drive you crazy with the my wife thing? Whenever somebody says my wife, do they do it? Yeah, sometimes, well, yeah, especially when I'm like, I know your wife's name, (laughs) Deborah. You could just say Deborah and I went somewhere, but they'll be like, my wife and I. (laughs) And it'll always ping in my head, my wife, just like you do, so. That's awesome, thank you very much. And you brought it all in a bag. Do you have a bag too, Jeff? No, mine was in that bag. You're all in this here one. Okay, cool. Ken, what do you got for the... You brought a bag, so somebody's going to win three bags tonight. It's a triple bagger. Mine is just an empty bag. It has other bags in it. It has a bag of organic onion rings. Crispy, in case that's how you like it. Uh, a A hat from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Sure hey, can I see those onion rings? It's going to have an opened bag of organic onion rings. A bathroom magazine rack that, that Amazon I'm just going to try one. <laughs> That's everything? A copy of my latest book, The Junior Genius Guide. To ancient Egypt. Yay! Look how into ancient Egypt you guys are. Wow. I had no idea. We should talk after. It's, it's pretty cool. They invented the toothbrush. It's hard to just try one because they're all intertwined with each other. It's like barrel full of monkeys in here, but with, but with onions. Oh, I don't like that at all. That's going to be easy to part with. <laughs> One lucky winner. It, it might, somebody might like it. Yeah, who? Whenever a new food comes along, I'm kind of like, if that tasted good, it would already be popular. <laughs> it would, somebody would have already figured that one out. Somebody's going to win all of that stuff tonight uh, if they brought a name tag and they get chosen and then the person playing for them uh, is our winner. So it's a long road ahead. (laughs) So don't start spending those onion rings. (laughs) But at least when you win, we don't ever like, you know, 20 minutes later realize that you weren't the winner and and then, yeah, those poor lottery people... Or like Steve Harvey grabbing your onion rings oh. away. I'm sorry, it said onion rings on the card. <laughs> right, it's right here on the card. It says onion rings on the card. So I took your onion rings and... He's used to the answer just flipping over on the board. <laughs> Survey said, oh, Miss Columbia, number one answer. It's much easier over on the feud. Um... <laughs> Welcome back to the feud. I'm Steve Harvey. <laughs> why couldn't I like they doing just Steve Harvey impression? What? Why did they have to go back and change it? It's not like it matters, right? Like she's not in charge of the universe. It's a thing. Now. It's a thing that like is going to be shut down in another year or two at yeah. most. Like it's going to stop being a thing. And when it's like, like you can only watch it on the internet on uh, you know some weird site spiketv.com 
to be one of the Spanish stations, but not the two you get. Like some other, <laughs> some other weird one. <laughs> it's only going to air on that screen that it runs on top of gas stations at Shell. Was that, a, was that clunky enough for everybody? <laughs> Ken, what was the last motion picture that you saw with your children or without them? With my children or without... I have a 13-year-old boy, so I've seen Star Wars three times. With, yeah! with your 13-year-old every time? With him every you time. You haven't gone off on an adult one, like <laughs> one just for you? Waiting for the porno parody, though. <laughs> the, and then I would have a funny line here. A funny pun on Force Awakens. Yeah, something about a, a boner awakening or something. <laughs> I've already made plenty of uh, awaken baconing uh, puns. I saw it again today and uh, liked it even better than I than I did the first time. I saw it at the Cinerama here in town, which is amazing theater. Chocolate popcorn. What? Chocolate popcorn. They yeah, had it there. I, I, had a, I saw an 11, 15 a.m. screening. I had a nice IPA that I was drinking, <laughs> sitting in the middle of the front row. They showed, uh, they showed the Duck Dodgers in the 21st Century cartoon, the old Warner Brothers classic, which I still, every time I see it or any of those cartoons, I can't get over that the same guy does all the voices. And like, if you've ever seen Mel Blanc, like the way he looks is like, not like it, like he's like, it was kind of like a small, like kind of a Danny DeVito kind of looking guy. Uh, small, but he was Mexican, I believe. I don't know. But uh, Cuban, Mel, Mel maybe Blanco. Cuban. Mel Blanco. And, uh, but his, his voices are so, uh, so hilarious. And the crowd was like eating it up, like laughing at all the gags and stuff. The disintegrator gun, you know, and all that shit. And, uh, and it was really fun to see that before, uh, before Star Wars. So if you're in the Seattle area, I recommend it. But I guess it's hard to get tickets there, like the 3 o'clock and the 7 o'clock were sold out. That's sort of a Star Wars thing. Generally, you can get into Cinerama, but yeah, it, it's been sold out for... Oh, you think weeks. so everywhere it's playing? Because I thought like maybe it was just still selling out here because Cinerama is such a cool place to see it. Like it's like fucking, it's, it's as big as fake IMAX, you know? And, and you don't have to do the mess with the 3D is another thing I loved about it. And they have like Paul Allen's nerdy Stormtrooper outfit collection in the lobby. Did you see the oh, costumes? I didn't see that. Like I was too busy going in to watch the movie <laughs> to look at the costumes. I, liked, I do always stop and look at that stuff when I notice it, but for some reason I went, around, I went the wrong way. Like, are they sitting right by the... I, I jimmied the exit door and snuck in, so... You don't get to see all the lobby stuff when you... You don't get the perks. When you do that. But, uh, yeah, it was really... But I just was really... I've just... I've got an inner piece about... My friend Jacob Siroff is a, is a uh, you know, defender of the prequels, and he was just on this show, and he's getting a lot of heat for it. But you know what? I'm, I, I'll still never enjoy the prequels. They'll still be boring and lame to me, but... Uh, I'm going to embrace them more, I think, just because now that there's this new one that actually feels like the old George Lucas ones, I just sort of feel like, uh, you know, it just, had a, it just had a bad period, but that George Lucas deserves credit for creating the whole thing. Because, like, seeing Han Solo again, this isn't a spoiler, just seeing him and Chewie with the first time they walk in, the theater just erupts, and today was probably a bunch of people have already seen it already. It's, they're just, they're just, it's just exciting to see them, and that's because those, those characters were created by 
uh, George Lucas, so he, he deserves uh, all the credit. Yeah, right? But man, were those prequels fucking stupid. It makes me like the prequels less, actually. Right, it makes you angrier about them, yeah, because like, it's wait, like, why couldn't they have just they, done this? So you can make good Star Wars movies, they were just choosing not to this just, whole time. He just went off in a different way. I just like to look at it like, you know, like maybe like some lunatic came in and took over. It's like outsider art. Like he's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like he was more reasonable in the beginning and then he went crazy. And now he's just, you know, he's not involved and I guess he's bitter about it, but like he should be happy because they did a great job of using what he created. Was that the last thing you guys saw too? You went and saw it at the Cinerama? Yeah, we went yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> they have terrible cookies. Terrible ones? They're gluten, soy, and dairy-free. Oh, I thought you were about Vegan. to say that they're just gluten cookies. No. There's something Graham would like, and they... There's some guys yelling about brownies now. It, anyway, those cookies, not... Uh, I ate both of them, but I did not enjoy it. I didn't slow down either. I just chomped through both of them, but... Do you the think some people would like those brownies? Graham, Elwood only. Okay. Well, that's good. That's, that's putting a positive spin on it. Because we like that theater. We don't want them to be bad at us for bragging on their brownies. Oh, no, the theater was amazing. And, yeah. they, and it was cookies that I ate. I don't know why people keep saying brownies. I'm getting very confused. The seats are a really good size. Like, you could, the you seats could stack the so many brownies on each of the armrests. <laughs> And be like, I got so many brownies, I never want to have a cookie again. Emma's so little, she couldn't get her seat to lean back. No, the whole time, mine was to... all leaned forward, and everybody else looked comfortable, and I was like, oh. I love Taraji <laughs> P. Bad. Henson on Empire. She plays a character named Brownie, and at the, uh, at the Golden Globes, she was throwing out brownies to everyone. She's like, I got a brownie for you, and a brownie for you. I'm Brownie. It's a little racist, it's right? super racist, yeah. yeah. Why would she? Yeah. If, take it, if somebody takes that out of context, like, you got to be talking about brownies first before you can even attempt that joke. I, and even then, it was a terrible, terrible idea. I got, a, <laughs> I got a brownie from Dockside Cannabis the other night. That was good. That's a nice plug. Maybe they'll send you a little something. They'll send you something in Ohio, and you'll go to jail for it. The balcony speaks. Um, the Revenant. I saw The Revenant last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, it's a punishing movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it punishes Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Hugh Glass, and it punishes the viewer. Yeah. Not quite as much. The viewers don't get raped by a bear. <laughs> I you feel do like, have to watch it happen. I feel like you read a little into that scene. I don't think he actually rapes the dude. Oh, no. Well, I like to say that uh, after that attack, he would be grateful if that bear had just raped him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if it's an either-or That could not have hurt nearly as much if they just made sweet love. It's those claws that are a problem. Unless he's got a claw on the end of his penis, then... Uh, that, that's probably the softest part of the bear. If you want a part of a bear being jammed at you violently. Probably the penis is the, the one that might not cut your skin open. This is just, I want to warn Emma's kids about how dangerous, <laughs> the dangers of bears. No, 
yeah, you yeah, know, that's they, what did, they saw it and they really didn't like it. I'm totally joking. They didn't see it. They did not see Revenant. I'm just kidding. It's, it's about super a cute bear, mom. It's about a bear. It's fine, mom. <laughs> that's it what you're supposed to do now during a bear attack. Like it used to be play dead, then it was be real big. Now it's just now it's try to win an Oscar and try to right, try to get that bear to fuck you. Right, you try to woo the bear, seduce hey, the bear, sexy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> be the bear. Um, yeah, it's that movie's crazy. Like, and and that's not even like there's a multitude of insane things that happen in that movie, and they shot it out in the real snow. That's not there's very little CGI or studio work on it, and everybody, you know killed themselves making that thing. Some people say the movie has no heart, but I just think it's so <coughs> intense mm -hmm. that, like, I don't really care that it's not, you know, that it doesn't have sappy yeah. parts. Like, the story wasn't a absolutely the strongest, but it was so gorgeous. And it was like, you felt, I felt like Leonardo DiCaprio was like, well, you're really committed to this. You're really in that river, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what it takes to get an Oscar, apparently. Yeah. I gotta go in this river and they'll give me an Oscar in eight Yeah, months. or you gotta, you know, you gotta play like soup, you know, you gotta put on prosthetic makeup or you gotta have a disease or, you know, like there's just always, there's just the kind of roles that just sort of stand out like they're gonna win. And that's the interesting thing about this year is it's kind of, it seems like it's down to Leo and uh, Matt Damon and uh, they're both not uh, not those kind of roles, but they're both, you know, they both put a lot into what they did. Well, I heard The Martian was also shot, like, on Mars. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he had to... Matt Damon had to buy a ticket from Richard Branson, and he yeah. had to be on a waiting list. They started then he had to go it. up there and cook with his own shit. Like, that's not easy. No. They started filming it in 1997. It takes a long time to get to Mars and back. Listen, Jeff, we're running behind. Uh... <laughs> Then wait, so he made rounders on the way to Mars? Yeah. Like in the rocket, he's making rounders or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, is insane. That's, that's dedication to your craft. Ed Norton should have won for having to go to Mars without even being in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the first time they filmed the scene of Malkovich dropping the chips and saying, splashing the chips, splashing the chips. They all just floated. They just float away. And it just ruined the take. They're like, the chips have to hit the table to splash. We've got to get out of zero gravity pronto. So what they did was they turned the set over so that when he Yeah, it like was he, on a giant gimbal. He, had, he was hanging upside down, and then when he splashed the pot, it was just dropping him up. It's a very, very... Uh, go back and watch Rounders knowing that now. <laughs> that it was filmed on the way to Mars. That was the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. <laughs> Name tag, step out of the shadows. Can we get a little bit of house lights up so that my guests can see the glorious, this is, oh, there's a drone. There's a drone name tag. It had to happen. It had to fucking happen. Then somebody else just chucked something up here. Like, well, it's not a drone, but... All right, we got to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate. 
Would you classify yourself as a geek gamer or a pop culture nerd? If you're listening to this show, I bet you are. This is the perfect subscription box for you. For less than 20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash Doug and enter the code Doug to save $3 on any new subscription. We want to believe, with the revival of the X-Files, that we've all been waiting for, there's never been a better time for an invasion. An alien invasion, that is. Packed with the thrill of an extraterrestrial encounter, this month's crate features exclusive items from the X-Files Alien, the Fifth Element, Hello, Lilu, and Space Invaders, including a contest-winning shirt and a terrifyingly cute plush. So hop into your power loader and grab your flashlight because the loot is out there. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash Doug and enter the code Doug to save $3 on your new subscription today. Back to the show. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. Who are you guys playing for? It looks like uh, Emma got herself a drone. I did. I'm playing for V for Victor. You get he flew to... it. He flew it right to my seat. You that get to keep some... that drone. I can't believe this is mine now. I can't believe the guy who brought a drone to the theater is a fan of V for Vendetta and that whole culture. Isn't that surprising to you guys? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, seems like a some I actually sort of picked it because you look like you're a child small. So I thought that shirt would fit you. It's not an insult. I just You small petite. drone He's owner. Petite. He's a small drone guy. <laughs> He's a cute little guy. He's <laughs> <It's> cute. <laughs> We had, a, we had a remote control helicopter one time a few years ago. It's probably been like four years now, but, but this is our first drone, so congratulations on that. Oh, I like it. And now I, I look forward to having to duck after I say, let's see your name tags. But you held back on it until the second time. That was good, good timing on that. If you flew it up here when I was up here earlier asking to see him, I would have stomped on it. <laughs> Jeff, who are you playing for? I'm playing for Full Metal Jason. He made a Full Metal Jacket poster. It's, it's like nice. Doug, Doug Benson's Full Metal Jason, starring Jeff Tay, Emma Arnold, and Ken Jennings. I don't Whoa, know. Whoa, nailed it on the guess, guessing on who the guests would be. I can guess, though. I met this fella last night at my show. He was a very nice guy. And he threw Andy, Andy Kindler on there, too, who was in town last night doing a show, but he's not, he's not here today. He's not here today. Portland. No. Uh, what about you, Ken? Who are you playing for? Uh, I have this amazing uh, replica, homemade replica Star-Lord mask for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Tim. <laughs> I guess I'm, I was a little let down by the, <laughs> by the name. Right, you, so you were excited by the mask, and then the name but, is like... But mm-hmm. I do have a mask up here I can wear, so that's... Volume Tim. Ah. Whoa, oh, that's yeah. going to intimidate your opponents. That's great. That's great. I'm just going to wear this. I'm just going to wear this the whole game, so... I can't see a thing, by the way. Will it get hot in there? <laughs> Probably. You would have the weirdest face and eyes if your eyes mashed, lined up with those eye holes. 
It's sort of. Oh my God! Forehead eyes is coming. Everybody duck. <laughs> it smells like Tim in here. It's it's me, Star Lord. <laughs> oh, you've seen the movie. That's a reference to the events of the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just excited now that there's gonna be more Guardians because I always I thought Guardians was sort of like the, for me it was sort of the new Star Wars, but now Star Wars is back too, so we're gonna get more of uh, both of those. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, did we cover everybody's name tags? I think we did. So let's start playing some games. Uh, we're gonna start with everybody's favorite. Doug loves musicals. I'm just going to read some songs that are in a movie musical, and as soon as you can figure out what it is, you can guess as much as you want. Only the people on the stage, of course. We can just yell it out. You can just say it into your microphone, but yeah, you could blurt it. <laughs> but yeah, you can, uh, you can just answer as often as you like. So you can, like, you, do you want to pre-guess? It's going to be a musical. Does <laughs> so anybody just want to yell out the name of a musical? It usually happens. Red. Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, nope. CB4. Nope. What movie musical has these songs in it? Temptation is a song in this musical. Beautiful Girl. Singing in the Rain? Is, that is correct, Ken Jennings. Jennings! You want to put that down? <laughs> yeah, very fast. You Were Meant For Me, Good Morning, Would You, All I Do Is Dream Of You, Fit as a fiddle and ready for love. You are my lo lonely, lucky star. Not my, you are my lonely star. You're a person I would like to go far, far away. So I can, Moses supposes. Ringing any bells, Jeff? Singing in the rain. Yep. That's the last, that's the last song I was gonna say and then it would just be, it would just turn into the game of who could say singing in the rain quickest. But singing that didn't rain. happen. Singing in the rain. But yeah, I had to do that movie because we're in Seattle. That movie takes place in Seattle. <laughs> Runjera musical. I just drove by Sunset in Camden. All right. Um, only when the most expert players are on the stage can we play this game. Let's do a round of build a title. Ken gets to go first, then we'll go to Emma, then to Jeff, and all you gotta do, Ken, is just add a title uh, in honor of the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Playing tomorrow, good luck, you guys. Uh, I wanna start with Black Hawk Down. <laughs> wow. I just had to pick a hawk movie, because there's no Seahawk movies, I don't think. <laughs> the Birds. <laughs> That'd be a tough for build a title, but we're gonna start with Black Hawk Down. So you just need a movie that ends in black or begins with down. Black Hawk Down with Love. Yeah, that totally works. So now Softball. Emma needs something that ends with black or begins with love. Uh, black Hawk. Wait, what was it? Say it again. Sorry. Black, black Hawk, Hawk down, down with Love. Actually. Oh, Aww. that has been a stopper in the past. <laughs> But Black there, there is down. a way to get around it. Settle down, Jeff. I haven't even written down <laughs> with love yet. Oh, w you're way behind. slash love, <laughs> comma. 
Actually. Okay, go, Jeff. Blackhawk down with love, actually leaving Las Vegas. Actually leaving actually Las Vegas. Actually leaving Las Vegas. That is crazy. Ken ends in black, begins with Vegas. And let's do men in black cock. Yeah, there you love go. Love actually leaving Las Vegas. Yes. Emma, you need something that ends with men or begins with Vegas? Um, okay. And I would totally see this movie that we have so far. <laughs> um, minute men? Minute? Leaving Las Vegas? Men? Sorry, I forgot the middle of that. There's a movie called Black, Minute Men? Minute Men, Black Hawk Down. But nope, what's this Minutemen movie you speak of? Oh, uh, so yeah, it's pretty good. It's about some superheroes who uh, don't have all their powers figured out yet. Isn't that Mystery Men? Yep, that is. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> mystery Men. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were just like, oh, I'll just make up a movie. That sounds like Minutemen. Nope. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> Men. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. It's a very short porn parody <laughs> version. <laughs> that, it's got Hank Azaria just forking people. <laughs> Deep cut from the movie. Spoons, I know, whatever. Fuck off. All right, Jeff, so uh, uh, Emma's out, and uh, there's, she left you a, a great clue. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's back up a second. I fucked up. Not really. We're good. Jeff, for a second there, I thought we were playing Last Man Stand, and I was going to give her a lifeline, but we'll save oh, those for the next game. I would have... I figured it out myself. It's Ken blurted. He took over my turn. That's what you gotta do. You gotta blurt and look yeah. what it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw you did that on Jeopardy a lot too, right? Just blurt, yeah. When That's someone right. was stumbling over an answer, you were just I know it! Ah, it's Kazakhstan, you idiot! It's fucking mystery, man. Ken, we need you to buzz in before you answer. Alex is like, if you... Please buzz in, Ken. You don't blurt, you hurt, you know? That's, that's the Jeopardy way. All right, Jeff, so do you want to take uh, what, uh, do you want to use that information that she just gave you for your answer, or do you have something else in mind to add to this title? I would just say, uh, oh, never mind. The one I was thinking goes on to the beginning of Mystery Men. Um, oh, well, that's, so I'd take might as well, Mystery Men. Might as well head in that direction, right? Mystery Men in black, snake moan. Mona Lisa smile, no, Lisa moan with smile. love, <laughs> arterially, Las I'll, Vegas. I'll be seeing you. Is that the name of a movie? Huh? No, I'm taking Mystery Men. It's we're moving on to Ken now. Yep. You you. <laughs> Ends with mystery, starts with Vegas, right? Hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, ends in mystery, starts with Vegas. Manhattan, murder, mystery, men in black, hawk down with love, actual leaving Las Vegas. Oh. That, Jeff is not happy about that. <laughs> what do you got, Jeff? Manhattan. Manhattan, murder, mystery, men in black, hawk down with love, actual leaving Las Vegas vacation. Of course. <laughs> Thank goodness they dropped the National Lampoon by that time. <laughs> So it begins with vacation, Ken, or ends with Manhattan. You can't, and you can't just say Manhattan just because there was another <laughs> movie called Manhattan. A little big man. Yes. Murder, mystery man. Very good. Black down with love, actually leaving Las Vegas vacation. So Jeff, you got to end in little... Or begin with vacation. Uh, vacation, the land of women. Okay, I see what you did. And I don't care for it. You don't care for it? All right, Stuart Little. <laughs> okay. Are you all right with that, Ken? It's tough. So, so it's, Stu it's Stuart and vacation Stu, now. Ert Little, or vacation. <laughs> or vacation. Shin. Yeah, but not, what not, if, not vacation in. What if it's, <laughs> what if it's Gremlins to Ert Little? Big man, hat and murder mystery, men in black, hard yeah. to with love, actually in Las Vegas vacation. You, hang on. <laughs> I don't think he's buying it, you guys. No, no, the problem with that is it's Gremlins 2, the new batch. <laughs> so, what you need to do, though, is pick a sequel where the first word is plural and the second word is two, and it doesn't have a... Uh, one of, the, one of those subtitles. You're going to give me another chance. I'm giving you another chance because Jeff got kind of slid by on that last thing. To think oh, of that's a, funny. Something. <laughs> really? Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, second chances, huh? <laughs> Fine. Because I would have said made in Manhattan, which would have been a great poll. That would have been good. Old J -Lo. Yeah. There's always room for J-Lo. <laughs> they say that on a radio show I listen to in L.A. called Kevin and Bean. Where are we at? What's happening? Uh, what if it was Cars 2? Cars 2, yes. Ert Little, yes. Big Man, Hat and Murder, Mystery Men, and Black Hawk. Cars 2, Ert Little. <laughs> I love it. Jeff, you need something that ends in cars? Used cars. Used cars. So now, Ken end is, ends with used. 
Begins with shun. It could happen to used cars to work little big Manhattan murder mystery men in black heart down with love actually evening Las Vegas vacation. Alright, Jeff, you need ends in it or begins with vacation. Vacation. Shun. Sean. Vacation. Sean? No. I've refused Sean of the Dead before it in this. Could situation. happen to used cars. Stuart Little. That's good. <laughs> Big Manhattan murder mystery. Men in Black Hawk Down with love. <laughs> I heard that the Amy Adams lady moved from Sacramento to the Seattle area. We're happy and I was to have like, you. say it isn't so. But also, wasn't that made for TV? It sure was. That's why I'm not mad. <laughs> so that lady, so that lady's dumb twice. <laughs> uh, do you have another one though, that Jeff, that ends in it? Uh, is there any way I could split up vacation? How do you, how does the end of vacation sound? Can I do a vacation American werewolf in Paris? What? Vacation American werewolf in Anne? Paris. Yeah. Vacation Anne? Well, no, I don't say Anne American werewolf vacation in Paris. Vacation Annie Hall? No, no, I said, like, if I say the title of the American werewolf movie, I say an American um, werewolf in you Paris. You say un-American. Um, yeah, vacation. You an think American he's un-American just because he's a werewolf? Because he's in Paris. Yeah, no, I think he's un-American because he's in Paris. Did Ken beat me to the joke? He's got to blurt. He's got to blurt it in there. Yeah, no, I understand your uh, strategy here, sir. Maybe you won 78 games in a row because you just badgered the other contestants into losing. <laughs> How many times on Jeopardy did you yell out, asked and answered? Hostile witness. I could be a lawyer. Your Honor, I strenuously object. <laughs> I'm just the host. You don't Do have you to have something else up. you want to try? Uh, the long kiss good knit. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I think I'm out. I think I'm out. All right, so Ken Jennings is our winner. It could happen to used cars, Stuart, Little Big Man, Had Murder Mystery Men, and Black Hawk Down with Love actually leaving Las Vegas vacation. What do you guys, what would you do with Shun? Shaun of the Dead, Schindler's List, yeah, they're just a little off. What's like Shun Forgiven? <laughs> Shun is a weird one. What? I think people are just yelling things that they want to yell. <laughs> that they've been holding back this entire time. They're like, this, he's, this is a good yelling opportunity. <laughs> True Grit, though, is the correct answer. True Grit. <laughs> True Grit could happen to you. Short Circuit could happen to you. I'd, I'd take that. No, I, I get it. <laughs> right? 
there are. Oh two yeah, we movies. were trying to. We were more worried about the other side, the vacation part. If I vacation. had thought of two of the movies that have been made in the last hundred and forty years, I would have been able to continue this game. Men of the minute. <laughs> <laughs> minute men. Men of the minute. <laughs> All right, so Ken won that game, but Emma's right back in the action now after being mistreated. Mistreated? Yeah. But here's where uh, Emma, just going into it, I'm going to tell you that if you can't think of an answer in Last Man Stanton, uh, your lifeline is the person whose name tag you picked. Okay. And uh, you can go to that person. I, I'd prefer if they didn't get on their devices and get uh, answers, but, you know, I can't really stop you from doing that. That's just up to your own moral code. Yeah, yeah, try to play with the, uh, the honor that we play with. <laughs> the integrity some of us have. <laughs> I learned my moral code from great superhero movies like <laughs> Minutemen, yeah. among others. Yeah. So yeah, we have a life, lifeline version of Last Minute, Stan, last, last minute Stanton. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, oh, I picked out a person on Twitter. Lots of people on Twitter today. Thank you all very much for all of your, uh, you know, uh, begging. But uh, uh, everybody, lots of people said they had a great Last Man Stanton name, but I picked one of the first ones I saw, if not the first one. Uh, is Asmirelda here? Right up front. Yeah, there you go. I figured you were a big fan and that you'd probably be close to the stage. And I was right. So <clears throat> she's going to suggest an uh, actor or actress, or maybe an inanimate object. And we're going to take turns naming the movies that that uh, performer has been in. And I will participate as well in this one, because I like to. What's your real name, Asmirelda? Alex. And uh, you're from the area here? From Puyallup? I'm sorry? No, I was just apologizing if you're from Puyallup. I, um, bam! Ever it's the Puyallup of the North, so it's sort of true. You guys know it's true. <laughs> I was at the Cinerama today. I was sitting next to some hillbillies that I know are from Puyallup because after they were done with the popcorn, the, one of the little girls just slowly and methodically and quietly, right in my ear, just kept tearing. I can't even make the noise into a microphone. But she just kept tearing the bag, and I'd turn around and look like, really? And she'd be like, I'm a little kid. <laughs> Wasn't even an adult. The guy sitting next to her, I don't think he even knew her. I think he was just nervously waiting for an Amber Alert to go off. I think, I think in that scenario, all three of you had good points. <laughs> Okay, Alex, so what's your uh, suggestion? Alan Rickman, that's a fantastic idea. Let's celebrate the man through his many films. Kind of a, it's gonna be an interesting one. 
Uh, we may have even played him before in the past. I don't, I don't recall. Somebody says, nope. Good thing Rain Man is here. Definitely, definitely no, definitely no. <laughs> um, all right, so Ken gets to start us off, and then, uh, and then we'll go to me and Jeff and Emma. Just name any of the great Alec Rickman's movies, some of which we've already mentioned. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, by Grapthar's Hammer, I'm going to say Galaxy Quest. Okay. Crowd favorite. Uh, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Jeff likes Emma Roberts, don't you, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> What's not to like, right? There's nothing not to like about Emma Roberts except possibly her personality. I have not met her. Uh, I'm going to go Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, I, that's really, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Are we going in order? <laughs> That's been the one thing I've never been great at is remembering the titles. Of, of, <laughs> make something up. The wand. I of can't. Destiny. I can't make something up. I'll call myself on it. Uh, wait, did we go the wrong way? We did. So we got to we got to commit to it, Jeff. Die Hard. Yeah, of course. Just just say the ones we we already said earlier. I'll. I'll toss on a love, actually. Short-term memory game we call... Yeah. Last Man Rickman. All right, Ken. What one are you going to do? Ken. Oh, we're not doing you? Huh? Didn't I just say love, actually? Oh, love, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... I think I did. <laughs> I'm just thinking about... Maybe I just wrote it down and thought about it. I'm, I'm thinking about love actually all the time, so I wasn't clear. I was actually you. making a sign that I want to show you I'm in love with you, but you're my best friend, my black best friend. He's showing is a your, series is of your signs boyfriend. to me right now. A series of love messages on cue cards. I'm a regular Bob Dylan. All right, so. Regular Bob Which Roberts. one are you going to go with? Oh, Go back to the Harry Potter well, I guess. Sure. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, is that the one where he finally, finally has sex with somebody? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me into your chamber. Yeah, he gets, he gets fucked by a bear. <laughs> Emma Arnold, not Roberts. Go. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah, I like that one. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> okay. Oh, fucker. <laughs> what a great tribute to a great man. Me, me try, can't think of another one. Um, hang on. It's going to be good when it does happen. <coughs> um, all right. Let's just see if I can just muscle it out as I say it. Harry Potter. <laughs> it suddenly felt like I was doing a Stefan bit. It's a nightclub. It's called Harry Potter. 
This castle has everything. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got Gryffindors. It's got... It's got Hagrid in the corner massaging people's feet. It's got... Um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. From way downtown. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Harry Potter, you, you have tons of kids. You can do all these, right? Yeah. Let's knock these out. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Which one? It's just one I made up where he goes to Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> he like, he's selling it's himself he, in the bus yep. station. He gets tired of magic school and signs up for <laughs> Phoenix online. <laughs> it's like a real degree, they say. <laughs> Becomes a dental hygienist. What is it? Order of the Phoenix? That? Yeah. That's right? Okay. Sounds legit. When, what did, and what did Emma say? Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince, okay. What do you got, Jeff? Bottle Shock. Oh, damn you. Deep cut. Wow. He's like a sommelier or something in that. It's about wine. It's a real movie, for sure. <laughs> Harry Potter and the shit ton of horcruxes. Part one. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Ken? Oh, man. Uh, I think there's Harry still two more. There's not a two more. Harry Potter and the, where'd we end up? Half Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one. Yeah. Good luck, Emma. <laughs> That's it. That's all there are. That's all. Snape <laughs> dies at the end of the, at the middle of the seventh book, so. Spoilers. <laughs> Snape Harry kills Potter Dumbledore. and the Deathly Hallows, part two. <laughs> part two? Part two. Okay. This Jeff. is the longest I'll ever be in this game. It's amazing. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Well, now, uh, we, now that we run the table on Harry Potter, what's going to happen now? Jeff? Quigley down under. Yo! <laughs> nice pull. <laughs> what's his name? Tom Selleck had like a little, little piece of facial hair right here, and I... And I like to say that that I like to call that piece of hair a Quigley down under. <laughs> Ken, there's no Deathly Hollows Part Three as much as we'd love to see it. Man, that because that, that was just not enough Deathly Hollows for me. All all six hours of the Hollows. So many. I just want as many Hollows as I can get. What's a Hollow? <laughs> It's like, like a lively hollow, almost as much as a deathly one. Especially at happy hour. <laughs> can you think of any Alan Rickman movies? I, could, I can visualize some movies that he was in, but I can't think of the titles. He directed a thing like a couple of years ago, and I can't think of what that was called. Don't say yet, audience. He is in... Ken Jennings is here. He is in Sense and Sensibility. That's right! And he gets the girl after the hot guy flakes out. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. 
I prefer sense and sensibility and zombies. Well, I'm, of course, going to make a stoner version of, uh, of that Jane Austen classic. But mine's going to be called Sense and Sensimedia. <laughs> Emma? Can I use my lifeline? Yeah, okay, lifeline time. Where is, it, where is the person that you're playing for? That, right dude, that guy over there, waving his hands. He's got one. Dogma. 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 Good job. I was also thinking that, so. Just worked out. You guys, yeah. you guys have a mental connection. Yep. I wouldn't hang out with him, though. I hear, I hear he drones on and on. Oh, <laughs> Jeff. Die Hard with a Vengeance. He's in it. What, like a flashback? Yeah. When they bring, uh, when they bring Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis into the van, and they tell him uh, that uh, Simon is Simon Peter Gruber, Hans Gruber's brother. Spoiler. <laughs> Landed it. Yeah. He kills Jeremy Irons with one bullet left and a power line and a helicopter. Fuck your spoilers. I'll spoil the shit out of every movie from 1995. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's, who's up next? Ken, are you still in this? I'm Yeah, and you, don't forget you have a lifeline. He, uh, he's the voice of the robot in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Mr. Tate. No, I'm not out. Oh my, you said I had a lifeline. Miss Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I was hasty. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy 2, where have all the dolphins gone? <laughs> the new batch. The new batch. She's dolphins. like, you yeah. skipped me. I, I, if you'd have kept quiet, you'd still be in the game. I thought one would come to me in that pause. All right, so Emma's out, but you'll be, you'll be back. We'll play, well, I think we have time for another game. Do we have time for another game? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to need my lifeline. Okay. Where's your lifeline at? Where's uh, Full Metal Jason? There he is. Oh, you got nothing? You don't have a phone on you? No, that's good. You're not cheating. But you oh, can't... great. I get the one guy that won't cheat. <laughs> this is the way Alan would have wanted it. Yeah. You can't, so you got nothing? Well, I don't know what all those words were, but don't stop it. Whatever, whatever just happened, don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's the same girl that yelled out Stephen King's It? Yeah. Why, why are you so anxious to yell out, young lady? Are you going through some tough times? It feels good? Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, are you trying to keep Doesn't her on the line? Like, keep, keep her talking. Keep her talking. She won't kill herself. <laughs> 
did it ever did it ever occur to you that there are 700 other people not doing that? Like, did that? Do you think everyone else is wrong? I'm out. I don't want her fucking answer. She's right. I'm out. <laughs> I didn't understand her answer, so I can't cheat. I didn't either. I would I love know. it if you took a dive. Wait, what do you mean her answer? She's not one supposed to help out anyway. I know. I don't. I don't. I didn't understand what she said. Yeah, we don't know I'm what not, she said. We don't want to. I'm out. I'm out okay, of so out. my movies. Die Hard with a Vengeance was my ace in the hole. Yeah. It was a good pull. And sometimes your lifeline, you know, Jason, we got through a lot of movies. It's tough. Can you think of another one, Ken? Is that Michael Collins? The movie he just directed is called A Little Chaos or something like that? Yeah, A Little Chaos. And, and he's in Michael Collins? I think. Is that that... Is, uh, is that uh, Julia Roberts? Emma's sister? Jeff? Aunt. Oh, yeah. It's her aunt. Emma Roberts Can you is... imagine if Julia Roberts was your fucking aunt? No wonder Emma Roberts is so cool. She's like, Julia Roberts is my aunt, is what you'd say. That's almost as good as I landed on the moon. <laughs> Doesn't that mean For Eric Trumping Roberts people. is her dad? Oh, yeah, I guess so. so cool. Is he? I think so, yeah. I like that guy. He was good in uh, Dark Knight when they dropped him off a building and his leg broke. And that Runaway Train movie he was in with John Voight. Yeah, Runaway Train, never coming back. Remember when he sings that? Uh, Soul Asylum? What is Soul Asylum? <laughs> Let's play Reverse Malton, you guys, real quick. We will use that to decide this thing, and somebody's going to get all the prizes. And... Uh, Did Ken won that one again? Yes. It's rigged. You're like, you're like a train that uh, Denzel Washington is. Like he's just he's just at home and they're like, hey, come help us, and he's like, why? And and they're like, well, we got this train and uh, it's just like Ken Jennings. It's unstoppable. All right, I'm gonna give you uh, three choices. Ken, and you get to pick a movie and just, just pick the one that you think you know the most actors or actresses from, and uh, then I'll tell you how many are in that movie, and then we, uh, we start the bidding. But this time, let's really reverse the order and go to, we'll go to Jeff second. Uh, would you like to tell us... <laughs> this is like build a title. Do Monuments Men in Black Dynamite? So, Monuments Men, Men in Black, or Black Dynamite? <laughs> Which one of those films do you think you know the most actors, or do you think you know the most to play defensively against uh, the other two players? Wow. That is sort of rough. So, bluffing's probably off the table. <laughs> It's a rough choice because of how equally well I know the cast. You know all of these casts these so movies. well that you could just... Such a hard decision, you know, which way do I want to win, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if we go... 
Monuments Men's about the group of superheroes who haven't quite. <laughs> That's Minutes Men. They're pretty similar. <laughs> Jeez. Men in Black? That's the one you want? Yeah, I sounded so sure, right? Men in yeah, Black. Men in Black? Okay, uh, that'll work. Let's try Men in Black. Let's see what happens. Um, Leonard lists five, seven names. So how many of those names do you think you can name? Only seven. Yeah, he only lists seven. Jesus, I thought he just bid seven. No, no. <laughs> okay, seven. Uh, four? He says he can name four people, Jeff. Five. I can do five. Emma, do you want me to skip you? <laughs> No, Doug, I'd like to say name it. Okay, so Jeff has to name five out of seven that are chosen by Leonard to represent the movie Men in Black. Go. Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith. <laughs> Tell the truth. Vincent D'Onofrio, Tony Shalhoub, and... Laura Flynn Boyle. Poor, poor Jeff. Oh no. Poor little man Tate. Who wasn't listed? Uh, Laura Flynn Boyle, I believe, shows up in part two as like the alien uh, oh, bad the guy. L Linda Fiorentino? Lady. It's Linda Fiorentino, is the oh, yeah, uh, all right. female character. And uh, Rip Torn, Tony Shalhoub, Siobhan Fallon. So, yeah, so that means that Emma's on the board. She's got a point. It also means that uh, Ken gets to pick again, and then it's going to go straight at you, Emma. Ken, would you like a clockwork orange? The grapes of wrath? Or Herbie Goes Bananas. <laughs> Fan favorites. Wow. You guys excited for some grapes of rat, some Steinbeck action up in here? Do you guys love the Dust Bowl? <laughs> yeah, let's do Grapes of Wrath. All right, from 1940. Do you guys... Do you guys love the films of 1940? Should we spoil the ending of Grapes of Wrath? <laughs> yeah, they're all dead. It was 90 years ago. <laughs> 17 names. Jesus Christ. Jesus. What? What? Uh, 17 names, and uh, how many of those do you think you can name uh, Ken Jennings? Three. He says three names, Emma. Yeah, you should name it. Because <laughs> I... I'm going to be so happy if you can't name three names. <laughs> Me too. Emma's going to take this whole thing down after an afternoon yeah. of dominance. Is this, is this, this is game point for her, right? This is going to win it point. for her if you can't Yikes. name three people from uh, 1940 Grapes of Wrath. 
Well, I love the films of John Ford, American master, uh, Henry Fonda, Jane Darwell, John Carradine. Top three build names right there. They're, they're actually written on the inside of the Star-Lord helmet. I don't know how he knew, but... <laughs> All right. So Jeff's the only one that's uh, not on the board, but he gets to pick the, uh, this next one. And uh, Jeff, would you like Fletch? <laughs> Fletch lives? <laughs> or foul play? I think somebody picked foul play on the show recently, so I hope you don't pick that. Uh, I, I shouldn't don't even think I'm going to I shouldn't even one. included that. Let me give you a different one. It's okay. I'm going to pick Fletch. Okay. Don't burn a third choice. I'm going to pick Fletch. Okay. Fletch from 1985. Leonard lists, uh, looks like, ten names. How many can you get it in? Or how many can you name, I should say? Figure out your own shit, Doug. Alex Trebek should talk to himself more during the show. <laughs> this Jennings is getting on my nerves. Did I say that aloud? My Alex Trebek is just an impression of Will Ferrell's Alex Trebek. <laughs> the category. Uh, what's happening? You, Jeff is thinking? I can name uh, six. Whoa! Son of a... That's solid. Yeah, that is... We're going to have a three-way tie here, I think, if he can pull it off, because we know what Emma's going to say. <laughs> it's all about strategy. We're teaching your kids that listen to important right. lessons and how you can persevere and win without knowing anything. That's true. That's true. Sometimes it's about the long game. Uh, it's about hanging in there. Yeah. You don't have to win if you can make other people lose. That's all. Th it. That's what we need to that's teach That's a great children. lesson. Make everyone else lose. Yeah. Okay, name it. Okay. Uh, six names? Yeah, six names. Okay. What are you, icing the kicker right now? <laughs> uh, Chevy Chase. Uh, shit. You better do this. Chevy Chase, Tim Matheson, uh, George Went, Joe Don Baker, Gina Davis. Uh, fuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I just lost track of who I've said. That's all that happened. <laughs> Uh, Dana Wheeler-Nicholson, William Sanderson. Wait, uh, how many? You, you, seven? You, you're going too far. <laughs> going and that going. last one you said is the only one not listed. You did it. Whoa! <laughs> Richard Libertini 
was in this film and also just passed away recently, but he's a very hilarious actor who was great in The In-Laws with uh, Alan Arkin and Peter Falk, and then he was in All of Me with Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin, and he kept saying, back in bowl, back in bowl, over and over again, and it was hilarious in context. Hilarious in Beck context. Back in bold. Back in bold. <laughs> Hilarious yeah. in context should be the name of your next album. Yes. <laughs> like, that's a good name for us. <laughs> All right, we got a tiebreaker situation, you guys. It's a three way tie. I'm excited about this one. For the tiebreaker, I just pick a movie in advance, and uh, it's just sitting there waiting to be said out loud by me at this point in the show. And uh, who challenged, Emma challenged who on that last one? Jeff. Jeff. All right, so we start with Ken, and then we're back to the uh, Wait, are you sure unstoppable you Emma. What? Do you want to just do the one where we say it as fast as you say it? Instead? Just checking. Just checking. Just throwing it out there. Just for fun, let's really quick, we'll do a... We'll do a uh, with this title, we'll see who can say it the fastest after I say okay. it. Okay. <laughs> we just have to say the name of the movie that you're going to say. Yeah, just repeat it back. The fastest. But you're, Ken, you're not supposed to look at Doug when he does it. You can look at me. No. I need to see you guys because I can see who answered the fastest. All right, here. The movie that we're going to play for the final round is a film called Wet... Hot. What on America's summer? What on America's summer? What on America's summer? Yes, Ken won that as well. He's unstoppable. <laughs> Red hot American graffiti. <laughs> Jeff Ken is unstoppable. He's a man on fire. He's what other Tony Scott, Denzel Washington <laughs> collaborations? Uh, taking of Pelham. <laughs> Yeah, he's taking Pelham. I feel like we've done this before. I feel I have a real feeling of deja vu. Yeah. Uh, hey, it was good. Hey, hey. I only have five hey. to choose from. Tony Scott, Denzel movies. Right, right. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to do Wet Hot American Summer, and it's going to start with uh, Ken and Leonard Maltin for that uh, great comedy motion picture listed 12 names. And uh, how many of those do you think you can name, Ken? Man. Say 12. So give me for stand-up. 12. Go with Be Glorious. Say 12. <laughs> you could win this the easy way, or you could win it the hard way. <laughs> the Ken Jennings story. Are you going to say a number? Oh. Yeah, she's Instead gonna... of the number, name it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> How many did you say? Ken said, said five. five. He thought that was enough to scare Emma off, but she's thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I think I could do more than five. I think I could. You guys are I'm going to say six. Oh, look at that. She says six. <laughs> I think I know where this is headed. <laughs> okay. I think Jeff loves to show off. He's going to name a higher number. <laughs> Look at him thinking about it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, 
Yeah, all right, seven. He said seven names, Ken, out of 12. I'm just over here tidying up. Could I get a few of those water bottles over here? Yeah. How many do you want, eight? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Are you having trouble remembering the number eight? (laughs) I don't know if I can get to eight, man. Are you Ken Jennings or are you Kant Jennings? Like after, after watching you do that Fletch thing, I do not want to hand this over, man. Dude, I know every single person in Red Hot American Graffiti. I think you've totally got this, Ken. I think you should totally say eight. I'm really in your corner. I might say nine. Who knows? You could probably just test it out. You got it. I don't yeah. think I have eight. No, you do. I think you're going to have to name it, Jeff. Seven? All right, Jeff. Seven names for wet, hot, American, summer. You could do it. Don't help him, audience. Here we go. Just start Janine, naming them off. Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, Christopher Maloney, uh, Bradley Cooper, and Molly Shannon. This is gonna knock your dick in the dirt because out of those 12 names, and I want confirmation from Mr. Ken Jennings, he does not say Amy Poehler. It does not say- No Amy Poehler, I I can't believe it, Jeff. I can't believe that Emma is our winner! (laughs) Is it? You see? You see, kids? Wait, she challenged him, right? No. Uh, no, Ken's our winner. <laughs> Emma, I need the tiara. Oh, my God. Miss Columbia. <laughs> the, the, the card said. I'm telling you, man, these cards. <laughs> You look so happy. It was so it's happy. hard is, to host a show, y'all. It's not easy. Zach Orth? Should I have said Zach Orth? Put on is a Sam suit Levine on that list? And read from a card. What? Is Sam Levine on that list? No, but he, yeah, you're right. He's on the loudspeaker. Uh, A.D. Miles. A.D. Miles. Ken Marino. Ken Marino. Yeah. Joe Latrulio. Marguerite Moreau. No Jolo, though, because that movie had 30 people in it, and he only listed 12. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even have Bradley Cooper on here. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, Ken, did you have anything to do with that? Did yeah. you go in and edit I that I think we all? should all go to Leonard Maltin's house <laughs> Michael Ian- and kill that monster. Michael Ian Black, 
David Wayne. It does have Michael. Any of those dudes? I don't want to win like this. I feel terrible. I guess I'm Kant Jennings. I think it's a great way to win. And where's uh, where's the person with that? Uh, where's Tim with the helmet? Uh, come grab your prizes. Congratulations. Nice job, Tim. Such a roller coaster this episode. That was crazy. Jeff, hand me your poster and uh, tell me your uh, your plugs. Tell everybody your plugs. Tonight, tonight, tomorrow at the Underground. Tonight is for you guys. Tomorrow is for the listeners and also you. Uh, Albuquerque next Thursday at Guild Cinema. Thanks. The 21st of January. Uh, Bisbee, Arizona, February 6th, the day before the Super Bowl. Then I got Ann Arbor. Uh, there's a Minnesota date. What the fuck else are we going? Yeah, you might pop up we on... We got a bunch uh, of stuff. Justanotherclown.com is my website with all the dates. And uh, Jeff Tate 96 on Twitter. Yeah, and you, you, might, uh, you might pop up on one of my... Uh, some of my shows coming up uh, later in the month, too. So uh, uh, put, Je- put Jeff's face on your name tags, everybody. Increase your chances. Fly the <laughs> Okay, Everybody wants you to fly it, can you? I don't know if the owner wants so. you to fly it. I was married to a helicopter seems dangerous. pilot. So. But Emma's plugs are the same as Jeff's, except look for her as uh, Emma Arnold on Twitter. Nope. nope. No? <laughs> Emma Roberts. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's I am a road trip on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, she's going to try to make a drone fly around the room while uh, Ken Jennings tells us what he's got to plug. Do you have any plugs, Ken? I'm Ken Jennings on Twitter, but I don't feel good about winning here. You should follow Jeff and Emma instead. In fact, if you follow me, please unfollow me and follow them. All right, let's have a unfollow Ken Jennings. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody get out your phones. Within the sound of my voice, just unfollow that guy, because he... You're going to miss a lot of hilarity, but it, it'll make me feel better. <laughs> You're going to miss a lot of hilarity. Well, this one is going to be hard for me to read out loud. I'll tell you that right now. And we got an envelope for this one. They're trying to figure out the uh, drone. Is this what Congress is always talking about? How difficult it is to fly these things? All right, here we go. It's drone time. Oh! drone is crazy. That drone just wanted to get up and out of here like the Wonka Vader. Oh my god! That's like that YouTube video of those people that save that bird and then let it go and it flies right into a window. <laughs> it it's like he, works. It's like he, yay! Hey, look at that. Oh, this is not good. This is not... Ow! Oh! No way. This is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did the balcony ever do to you? I should have advertised. Come on down. One free drone to a lucky audience member. You just got to get hit with it. I'm so sweaty. That was so <laughs> terrifying. 
Uh-oh, it looks like it's coming back. No! Oh, shit! No, She's gonna throw it! You can't go into it! That sounds like a... You should set it down, and then she'll start it up again. Okay, make it go up again. Are you clear? Is it good? Okay, okay. Do it. <laughs> now get it back to the stage. Uh, oh. Oh, this thing is out of control. Here you go. You got it, you got it, you got it. It, it left the building safely. It almost hit Neptune, who's trying to have his nightly diarrhea bath. Thanks for coming to the last Douglas movies ever at the Neptune Theater. It was great while it lasted. Thank you to the Neptune Theater. Thank you to all of my guests. Jeff Tate, Emma Arnold, and Ken Jennings. Ken Do Jennings, we all like to call him. I'm coming to Fort Lauderdale in February. You can't stop me. DougLovesMovies.com. Uh, for this episode, I think it'd be fun if everybody uses, if you're telling your friends about this episode, use the hashtag, fuck your spoilers. <laughs> I think that's a good hashtag. And as always, people that don't listen to... All right, hey, I'm uh, wrapping it up right now. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, TJ Miller? People that don't listen to the Migs cast are a shithead. I assume, assume that means that Steve from the uh, BJ Shea has a podcast called the Migs cast. I'd listen to that. And I'm going to say what you crossed out first. Because this guy changed his mind on his shithead. And I, I want to be clear that it's not Jason. It's the guy with the drone named Victor. Originally wrote, cunts with baby on board signs on their car are a shithead. <laughs> and then I think he cooler heads prevailed. <laughs> Briefly, and then he wrote something that you guys are gonna hate. Like, you like that, but you're not gonna like this. So I'm gonna say it and run. So the, the drone is up here, so uh, whoever it belongs to, should, you can come get it. <laughs> and you can have some of these cookies, too, if you want. It's gonna, this is going to hurt. Nice catches on both parts. I'm gonna keep the joints though. Seahawks fans are a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him pay.